Everybody, it's another perfect concert playlist, country style of the 70s. I'm your host, Michael Ron's on the other side. <laughs> I had so much fun doing I had so much fun doing the last country one that we decided to do a second one. Uh, you know what? We'll probably do one for the 80s too, maybe a couple of them, and then one for the 90s. Um, after that, I'm probably phasing out of that genre. Um, well, to be fair, most of the people who host this podcast with me would phase out during the 90s. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this episode, we grabbed. Uh, we're trying to find three guys who went really well together. I had to have Jerry Reed. That was like the the sticking point. Then whoever would go around that. So I mean, there are guys that we probably miss. I mean, like George Jones or something like that. You know, somebody that could maybe even uh, Ray Stevens because you know Jerry Reed does kind of humorous, funky kind of uh, fun country, not so sappy. Trying to find guys around them that would work. And we ended up with uh, Buck Owens, Roger Miller, and Jerry Reed. I believe I went first last time. So what this is, is uh, we built like, hey, if we could hire these guys. I know, I think they're all dead. Um, uh, oh my but, gosh. But if we had like a time machine, you know, un, you know, unbelievable powers and we could pay them, whatever. And build the perfect set list if we were hiring them to do a concert for us. So we got 20 to 30 songs and uh ron you go first 20 to 30 songs huh did you stop please tell me you stopped at 30 i wiggled the rules enough for you <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be, uh i played it a little bit more conservative this time so i only have like one bonus for each okay. one anyway the funny thing is the bonus ones i have are for the two artists i don't know the most which is weird. Anyway, I'm going to start with Jerry Reed because he's my absolute favorite out of this here. Um, but that's how you're opening your really concert? Your op- he's your opener? He's, oh, no, okay. So we're going to do an opener. We're going to do an opener. All right, let's do it that way. We're doing like a concert. We're going to do... <sighs> that's kind of hard. I would say Roger Miller probably. Yeah, yeah, that's the same for me. He had the fewest amount of songs that I wanted. He was a little too sappy right. in my opinion. He's what? I'm not a big sappy country guy. You know, if I hear like right, the, right. the sad songs, I'm not sure I want to see those in concert. Yeah, <laughs> you can have one or two love songs in there, but you know you got to bang it up. And you can't yeah. leave it on that. Well, we no. went we went and saw Cheap Trick, and they they did a lot of ballads, uh, especially in the late late '80s or whatever when that was big. But when I went and saw them in concert a couple days ago, they only did, I think, one ballad, and that was The Flame, because that was like their only number one hit. So they knew what people in concert want. They want to have fun. That's sad. I know so much about Cheap Trick, and that, how is that the only number one? But anyway, that's another podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so Roger Miller. I guess I would start off with well, no particular order here. Uh, I like a couple of songs that aren't the fun ones that he does, but still fun in my opinion are nice are good in my opinion are old friends it's from the album old friends with willie nelson and ray price um that was like 1982 so sorry we're, we're kind of getting in the 80s there but, no no it's completely um, fine we're covering people who kind of their not only are they kind of related sound wise but like their eras of peak their peak eras were kind of close roger gotcha. was probably the first and then buck owens and then jerry because jerry peaked in the 70s right right Alright, so Old Friends, that'd be my number one there. Uh, there's another one off that album called Alabama, which is a lot of fun. Uh, Lady America, and then of course we're getting into the ones that most people know, King of the Road, Dang Me, 
Uh, Dude, Gang Me is. I was gonna put that on here, but then I listened to it for the first time forever, and I was like, "Oh, this song is kind of disturbing." So I skipped that one. It's a little disturbing, yeah. Um, I don't know. I was kind of on the fence on that one. Uh, I was. I probably thought it was a little disturbing for the same reasons you thought it was disturbing, but I. I don't know. Maybe I should have left it off. We'll just call it. It's not been 11 songs, so we can say we didn't do that one. All right. Uh, I love a rodeo. It was a fun one. Uh, you can't roller skate in a buffalo herd. <laughs> you know what? I forgot to put that one on my list. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> uh, I'll have to say, um, some of the songs that I, This guy reminds me a lot of... What's his name? Um, Steve Warner. Like, Steve Warner back in the day, in the 80, or 90s, rather, uh, he did a lot of singing guitar solos. At least that's the way I looked at it. He would do a lot of... Doing that sort of thing. Oh, kind of, kind of like thing, but... Um, and I thought it was the funniest thing, but he was really good and a great guitar player. And we're like, play it. Don't sing it. <laughs> you know, but... Anyway, but that's what he does a lot of, and I think it's something a lot of people know him for, uh, Roger Miller. Uh, let's see. We get out of that fun one, In the Summertime. Uh, this one, my son kind of looked at me side-eyed when I played it. <laughs> it's called Wanda Iguana. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a fun one. Um, okay, so this is where I get into bonus territory. So, the one thing I know Roger Miller for before I knew any of the other th- other than King of the Road and Dang Me, Chug Lug, I think I grew up listening to those because my dad was a truck driver. Um, was He was the voice of uh, the bard in Disney's Robin Hood. Okay, yeah, I saw some other movie not that long ago. Some Oh, it's uh, Waterhole Number 3 with James Coburn where he's also the narrator. Also, and I thought it was great because he does his uh, Uda Lali from Robin, that's from the Robin Hood soundtrack. There's also another song he does called Whistle Stop. And I'm only throwing this in here because it's kind of a fun fact for me that I, I was like, when I listened to it, I was like that day, days old, when I realized that this was Roger Miller. Okay. Remember the Hamster Dance song from 1997? No. The stupid video that got in everyone's head? No. No. Hamster dance? Hang on a second. Everyone listen for just two seconds. Okay. I should also say, uh, while he's... Do we remember that? No. No? It's just a picture of a bunch of, uh, like, animated emoticons or whatever they were called back in the day I don't know what they were called it was a font and they animated across the screen and this was like in the early days of the internet and this was a stupid page that you clicked on you got an email oh link, no I yes oh you, yeah. you and Chrissy were fascinated by this I remember going to your house and seeing this now <laughs> yeah. okay well I constantly throughout the years every once in a while I hear something and it'll make me think about it and I'll sing it Okay, so I'm listening to this, and I'm listening to um, Whistle Stop, right? Uh Now here's Whistle Stop. I don't want to get copyright strikes, so we're going to shut that off. It doesn't um, work like that for us, so we're good. That's the same song, sped up. Okay. That's yeah. him. Uh, right down to the laugh and everything. Okay. 
Huh. Uh, I did want to bring up that I also thought about adding Hoyt Axton to the list, but we were already pretty locked in by that point, so. Gotcha. All right, so that's it for me for Roger. Okay, so I'm a real slacker on Roger Miller. My list isn't anywhere nearly as long as yours. I only have 24 songs. But, um, so I have England Swings. Uh, uh, I've been a long time leaving. Walking in the Sunshine. Chug-a-lug and King of the Road. And that's it. He's my opener. I wouldn't say you were lacking. You have what, four songs that I didn't have, so... Okay, well, still, I mean, you, you really like Roger Miller. I think that I got bummed out, because uh, how do you listen to the music? Do you go to, like, Spotify and just hit, like, his top hits? I start there, but I usually end up in the discography and just kind of go through the years. And I should have done did. that, because uh, I feel like at first it was fun, and then it just started getting real depressing, so I stopped. Yeah. Well, he did a lot of it was kind of all over the place. He did some sappy stuff, too. Um, I, I prefer the more Steve Warner, scat, you know, scatting type of thing. But Uda Lolly, like from Robin Hood, where would you fit that into a concert except for maybe he's walking out on stage and it's like, y'all know me? Yeah. How about now? You know? <laughs> you, you know what's <laughs> funny is I've never seen that movie. I've seen almost every Robin Hood movie. I've never seen the Disney one for some reason. Ah, I love it. Yeah, I should, I should. I've seen just about every Robin Hood movie. <laughs> when it comes to uh, uh, those kinds of stories, Robin Hood and King Arthur are two of my favorites. And I've yeah. seen just a thousand well, versions of it. But... I do wish that there were Robin Hood movies that kind of went beyond the, the basic mythology like the shows do. Because the shows yeah. can't just do what the movie does or it would be just one season and that's it. They go more into the mystical there is a really good one called, um, I want to say it's called Ghost of Sherwood Forest. I have to look it up. It has the girl from Smallville that played Lois Lane. Um, okay. Beyond Sherwood Forest, that's what it's called. And it, it, it adds a lot of like mystical haunted stuff in, of the woods. Uh, total gotcha. sidetrack here. Sorry, everybody. Uh, uh, who is next? Who is next? Uh, if we're going to go in order of popularity... I think at this point it depends on who you talk to. Yeah, I was going to say, Buck Owens is pretty popular in country, but Jerry Reed, because he did all those movies, well, no, Buck Owens did movies and TV, too. Yeah. I think Jerry Reed's probably more known for his acting. I mean, he's got a lot of... Okay, I can't say that. I can't say that. Well, Smoking uh, the Band was huge. I know my Uncle Larry would smack me silly right now if I said that. So... <laughs> Uh, we all, we all know highballing is an American classic. <laughs> What's that? Highballing is an American classic. <laughs> yep, yep. All right. Well, I think I'm going to go with Jerry Reed. We'll do that. Okay. All right. So this one was a hard one for me because I'm a big Jerry Reed fan, and especially when he does – like I left off all the, like the duet stuff he did with Chet Atkins, which – are fantastic, but a lot of those are, are instrumental, so I had to stick with the songs that were fun. So number one is, in no particular order, Guitar Man, uh, The Claw, <laughs> one of my absolute favorites, and fun fact, I can leave my workplace and get home in the time that it takes me to finish Lord Mr. Ford on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> 
We were listening to Rush the other day, and I was like, my God, this is like a seven-minute song. Why are all the songs so long? <laughs> well, as Lord West Ford is, is fantastic. If you never heard it, look it up. It's fun. You won't regret it. Uh, Amos Moses, the one everyone knows, she got the gold mine, I got the shaft. Oh. <laughs> I don't. I can't. I can't recall if that's the first thing I knew him by, or if I knew him by the Smoking the Bandit songs. To be honest. But yeah, we. I only know him from. I only knew him from uh, acting for the longest time because we didn't listen to country in my house. Okay. Uh, Alabama Wild Man. There's better things in life. Talk about the good times. Another song that I probably knew back at the very beginning is When You're Hot, You're Hot. Yes, absolutely. And then uh, Mule Skinner Blues. And that is it for that. I that love his storytelling. I love his ten. I love his New Orleans influence guitar playing. Yes. I, if I remember correctly, there was a story about Elvis trying to copy his sound in the studio and he, they, nobody could get it right, so they just literally hired right. Jerry Reed to come in. Yep. <laughs> There's one song, one bonus song I would have thrown on there. It's from uh, the movie Gator. And it was about. I mean, him and Burt Reynolds were like buddies. Yeah. For a lot of things, and I think there's one song called Gator McCluskey. Yep. Uh, uh, my list is, excuse me, my list is very similar to yours. Um, yep. A few more songs than yours, but um, I'm starting starting off with my favorite of the bunch is Amos Moses. Um, yes. And then when you're hot, you're hot. Lord, Mister Ford, she got the gold mine. I got the shaft. Oh. <laughs> uh, Alabama Wild Man. Uh, Texas Bound and Flying, which I believe is from the second Smokey, not part three. I'm pretty sure it's part two. Um, I, I think I actually think Smoking the Bandit 2 kind of sucks. I think the first and third one are a lot of fun. Um, Definitely. Uh, Caffeine, Nicotine, and Den's Dream, which is a fun truck driving song. Uh, Gator. Um, are you from Dixie? Well, I'm from Dixie too. Yes. <laughs> uh, the Tupelo Mississippi Flash, and rounding it off, probably with his most well-known song, at least to a secular non-country listening market, is Eastbound and Down, which you know um, is from the original Smokey and the Bandit. Right. Also, a completely I, demented show on HBO. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I tried to stay away from it. Uh, the smoky songs just because they were too easy for me but yeah. I'm like, it's like if I were asking Jerry Reed to come on I'd say like, how many times did you have to play this song do you enjoy it okay go ahead and play it if you don't that's okay <laughs> yeah but I'm paying and I want to hear it so <laughs> this is true this is true <laughs> uh, okay so we're on to Buck Owens here now honestly I knew Buck Owens from Hee Haw. That's how I first came across him, and I'm sure I heard a lot of his music prior to that. I just didn't know who he was. Yeah, I think um, I think most of our generation, like especially from where we are, Indiana, is like it was always Saturday nights. It was Hee Haw, and then Muppets, or vice versa. I can't remember. And I think somewhere in there was the Great Space Coaster. That was like the syndicated Saturdays on uh, 55. The Great Space Coaster. Do you remember that? It was from one of the guys. When Muppet Show ended, they uh, Jim Henson went off to go do the movies, but the guy who co-created um, uh, Muppet Show went on to do The Great Space Coaster, which is very similar in tone. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it was on for like three or four years. 
gotcha. Do you I'm remember I'm Gary Gnu with the Gnu's? <laughs> <laughs> I definitely remember Gary Gnu because okay. we keep doing that. Yeah, All yeah. right. <laughs> oh, Where were we? <laughs> All right. So hiding down that road, just, just you know, chill, act naturally. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, act naturally, Memphis. I've got a tiger by the tail. I let the fun begin. Truck driving van. My heart skips a beat. Looking back to see. Songwriters Lament on the cover of the Music City News. Uh, number 10's It's a Monster Holiday. Monster's Holiday. <laughs> I don't know that one. Now, I, I threw in an 11 here too, and this one's a cover, but it's because I really love the song and I think it would go over well as an extra, like come back for an encore type of thing. Is The Battle of New Orleans, written by Jimmy Durstwood. I was a school teacher who wrote that song. He wrote it as a lesson for his class. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's kind of cool. My first, ex- did it. Yeah. my first exposure to Buck Owens was um, after I went and saw Dwight Yoakam in concert. I want to say it was 2016. Um, I was reading up on him, and his his mentor was uh, Buck Owens. You know, they, they did a lot of covers of each other, uh, but he really guided uh, – him into you know because remember in the 80s country was kind of getting uh pop you know country uh, uh city fied i guess you want to use those words and he wanted to take it back to the roots and so yes. buck owens really guided dwight in doing roots country and um and i found one of his albums at the library and it was covers and so that i mean i just fell in love with it of course those aren't you know those are all hits basically you know good songs because he wanted to cover them but so I try to avoid most of those because they're done by other people, but I did have one I know for a fact is a cover off that album. But um, uh, my list is uh, Truck Driving Man, yes. ro- Rolling in the Sweet Baby's Arms, uh, Streets of Bakersfield. Is that his? I'm not 100% sure on that. I, 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 I wonder if that's a Hank cover. Because um, I could have swore Hank was from Bakersfield too, but... Um, my heart skips a beat. Acts naturally. Act naturally. I mean, sorry. Sam's place. Uh, John Law, and uh, this is a cover of a George Jones song called "The Bridge Washed Out." And the baby's on the other side. That's my. I list. don't know that one. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> so he did a country cover song. I want to say it was '96. And so he's got my bucket's got a hole in it, my you know, and uh, um, what's the one that we did by um, Waylon Jennings? Uh, Doc on it. Um, but anyway, it's all covers and they're all really good. Some are by Hank, some are by Waylon, and uh, they're yeah. I mean, it's it's absolutely top notch covers. I'll say country music is one of those genres where a lot of people cover each other and they're they're all for it. A lot of times they'll cover it and have the original artist on there with them singing with them. Yeah, yeah, that's really, I think that's cool when they do that. They, uh, well, that was a big thing during the standards era, like the Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin. So, you know, I wanted to do a list about that, but I feel like a lot of them are just, oh, well, I don't know who originally, you know, who owns this song. I gotcha. So, uh... Streets of Bakerfield is a Buck Owens, Dwight Yoakam song, but it was written by Homer Joy. Oh, okay. Anyway. Uh, okay, so it's called Honky... wanted to know. This, the album I was talking about is called Honky Tonk Man, Buck Sings Country Classics. So it's Honky yes. Tonk Man is the first one. Hey, good looking. Only Daddy That'll Walk the Line. That's what uh, I was thinking of. 
Um, gotcha. My shoes keep walking back to you. Uh, stay a little longer, which is really good. Live fast, love hard, die young. Uh, my bucket's got a whole nother life. In the jailhouse now. Uh, Waterloo, which is a lot of fun. Uh, I'm walking the dog. Rednecks, white socks, and blue ribbon beer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who sings that one. That sounds like a, a, that would be a Hank Jr. song. Well, the cool thing about those, the Honky Tonk Man, like you, like in the jailhouse now, Clint Eastwood's on that album. On that oh, track is he? Singing with him. Okay, that's cool. So I didn't that, know he could sing. <laughs> that is our episode. Like I said, in the '80s, well, I, I'm going to do another. I want to do one with uh, with uh, Hank Jr. and whoever, like Kenny, maybe whoever was big in the '80s. Um, yes. Trying to think, who, I don't really know country in the '80s very well. I know Randy Travis was big, but he was kind of '80s and '90s. Who was who was big, who was big in country in the '80s? Uh, and Dolly, of course. '80s blew up, but it was it kind of went. Early 80s was still kind of country. It's when it was mid to late 80s and into the 90s, it started getting really poppy. And I yeah. Well, I remember there was Conway like Twitty was much. a guy. Conway Twitty, my grandparents listened to a lot. There was um, Marty Robbins, I think is his name. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, there's a few in there. That I remember like they were kind of popular. But yeah, they did go kind of like uh, more pop radio. So they kind of... I guess I understand why Dwight... And, uh, and, and nobody really counts him as country, but... Uh, Chris Isaac, Chris Isaac was another one of those roots country guys, and he would do more of the ballads and uh, rockabilly uh, than like you know the Hank style stuff, um, and and he's one of my favorites too. I say, like when I think of country in the eighties, I think uh, what I because we were kids at that point, so I was listening to, even though some of them were probably around in the seventies, like Alabama. And, oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like yeah that, okay. But see. Uh, you get in the late '80s, you get like uh, Clint Black, and I, I liked him. Okay, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, George Strait. You, know, you could do like a Hank Williams trail, but I don't know what we what kind of concert that would be. <laughs> <laughs> did Hank, well, Hank Junior, Senior, and the Third. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could do that, I guess. Shooter. Shooter Jennings in there as a special guest or something. There you go. <laughs> All right, so that is the end of this episode. We're going to be going into prog rock next. Uh, the, the, we've got two episodes. It's going to be uh, the Genesis family. So anybody that was in the band Genesis and all the solo stuff they did. Oh, my goodness. Um, and then we're going to be doing uh, Pink Floyd, Yes, and Rush. Then that's it for... Oh, yes, yeah, you said yes. <laughs> you know, there is a band that I have been trying to figure out, and we're so past the era now, I don't know how to do it, but I want to do it. Um, and maybe it'll just be a mini-sode, is the monkeys. One, monkeys are one of my absolute favorites, but I've never figured out where to put them or who to put them with. And we're almost to the end of the 70s now, and I, I feel like I missed out, but I do want to do a mini-sode. If you want to do that with me, if not, I'll just do it by myself. But um, We could do like a, well, like a TV band. You got the monkeys, you got the Partridge family. That's true, you got the Archies. another one out there. <laughs> Technically, the Archies count because they were uh, from the same producer, and that was a show. Because I thought, like, oh, well, what about Rick Springfield? I was trying to think of people who had a career in music because of their career in TV. And Rick Springfield is literally that because he started off because he had a TV show on Saturday mornings, I think, called Magic Magic or something like that. 
And that's how he got his first album deal. And then his career died off until he was on General Hospital, and that gave him the ability to start recording albums again. That's the only person I can think of to put with the monkeys. <laughs> but they're not even the same genre. So on my paperwork, I have this huge list of bands that I've thought of in my head to put together. And for me, Rick Springfield goes more like with Brian Adams or something. Yeah, yeah. So, so genre-wise, definitely. Yeah, so it's it, 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 the monkeys. For me, I could do easily twenty songs. But yeah, Partridge Family, because not only is it the Partridge Family, but what's the kid who's starting it again? Uh, Danny. No. Danny, no, no, no. The one that became a star, Cassidy. Uh, Sean. Yeah, David Cassidy. Okay. David Cassidy. You know, he had a solo career for years too. So that could be something. Yeah. Alrighty. Um. Oh, then there's all the TV solo guys that got careers because they were on TV shows like Jack Wagner, Don Johnson. I think, oh, yeah. Uh, Alyssa Milano, Leaf Garrett. You know, they all had albums. Weird. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we're opening, yeah, we're opening up all, a gate. They that, all recorded in Japan. Yeah, well, most of them. Jack Wagner did have a hit here, and that's all I needed. That's all I needed. <laughs> Well, okay, with the exception of Jack Wagner, actually, but he, he, he right. would fit into the yacht rock, I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right, that is it. Let's go. <laughs> all right, we're getting off tangent here, guys. Again. We don't do that though. We don't do that here. Yeah, never. All right. No. Uh, Bye.